Hello everyone, and welcome to the Lightning Bug Lounge. I'm your learning guide, Holly Berry, and I'm so happy you're here. We are going to have so much fun learning and growing together. Today's light bulb trivia is, these small nocturnal animals are capable of squeezing into the smallest of spaces, even squeezing under a door. Now, why don't you all ruminate on this light bulb? And when we come back, I'll illuminate more on this fun Hey there friends and how do you do? We're happy you're here to learn a thing or two. A place where science and music abound. We hope you'll stick around at the Lightning Bug Lounge. Yeah! Ah, and welcome back, welcome back. How did we do? Does anyone have an idea about which small nocturnal animals are capable of squeezing into the smallest of spaces? Even squeezing under a door? You know, I just don't know. Turn to a learning pal or tell yourself what you think. I'll play a little mood music while you share. Okay, learning pals, time to turn on the light bulb. The small nocturnal animals that are capable of squeezing into the smallest of spaces, even squeezing under a door, are... Bats! Let's swoop in a little closer to that bat-tastic fact. Yeah, let's. Mm -hmm. According to chiropterologists, or bat scientists, there are more than 1,000 species of bats worldwide and make up roughly 25% of all mammal species on the planet. I had no idea. Wow, <laughs> that's a lot of bats. Also, they are the only mammal that can officially fly and are the only animals in the order Chiroptera, which means hand wing. Hand wing? What's that? They are called hand wing or Chiroptera. Because if you looked at an x-ray of a bat, you would see that their wing bones look a lot like the bones of a human hand. What? Just longer and more thin. Oh, wow. They even have a little claw on the tip of their thumb that allows them to grip and climb. That is so cool. Also, their wings are very flexible and can fold in on themselves, which is why if you have ever seen a real bat or picture of a bat sleeping, you can't see its wings. That's true. Because of their small bodies and flexible wings, along with their useful thumb claws, bats are capable of squeezing into extremely small spaces. Some holes as small as a dime. Holy! Wow, that is astounding. For sure. So astounding, in fact. I feel a song coming on. I'm so happy. As you listen to this song, I invite you to picture in your mind the essence of dusk. Hmm. The sun is setting. Birds are starting to quiet down for the night as the crickets are tuning up for a nighttime symphony. Perhaps the street lights are coming on. Suddenly, you get a glimpse of a little creature flying around above you. 
flapping its wings, it gracefully swoops down, then flies up again. It's the early hours for a bat, searching for prey and ready for a night of flying. Can you see her? I really can. All right, let's get singing. When a bat is hungry and she needs some eats, she needs to use some creativity. She makes a sound that goes all around and voila, her food is found. She uses echolocation, a bat's hunting adaptation. The sound moves up and the sound moves down. The sound hits a moth that's flying around. The sound bounces back to the bat's large ears and that's echolocation. She uses echo, echo, location. Hunting adaptation. So next time you are out at dusk, take a look up at the sky above. You might spot a bat that's flying around that's using echolocation. She uses echo, echo, What a great song! Did you enjoy that? How many of you participated with the echo, echo, location, 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 location part? I love the echoes in the song because it helps me to imagine what it sounds like for a bat who's on the hunt. And here's a side note. Sonar is another word used to describe echolocation underwater. All right, learning pals, it's about that time to introduce a very special guest in our segment called Special Guest. She flew very far to be here and is part of the incredible order of mammals called Chiroptera. Please put your hands together for Bettina, the bat. Hello, wie geht's? Guten Abend und Dankeschön. Hello, how are you? Good evening and thank you. Of course. Welcome, Bettina. We're so flappy. <laughs> You're here. <laughs> das ist lustig. So funny. <laughs> <laughs> so, Bettina, you are a bat. What makes bats so unique in the animal world? Vielen Dank für diese Frage, Halliberry. Thank you for that question. Ja, wir sind sehr einmalig, very unique. This is because we are the only animal who flies the way we do. Could you please elaborate? Sicherlich, certainly. You see, compared to the other truly flying animals, such as insects and birds, we are much more uh, efficient flyers. What do you mean by efficient flyers? 
Oh, yes, Entschuldigung, pardon me. Um, let me see if I can wing it and explain it to you and our learning pass. You already explained how we bats, our wings, are similar to a human arm and hand. This is not the case with birds and insects. Auch. Also, our wings are made up of a special skin which is very flexible and rubbery. Birds, on the other hand, <laughs> have flight feathers which are more rigid, not as flexible. When you combine our many jointed hand wings and flexible rubbery skin, our wings are easier to control and generate more lift than that of a bird's or insect's wings. So we don't have to work as hard to fly. Wow, that's fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> I guess you could say that. So Bettina... Besides birds, insects, and bats, are there any other flying animals out there? Well, there are many animals out there who are excellent gliders, such as flying fish, who can travel up to 650 feet by using their large fins to glide on the air current. But they don't truly fly. The same is true for flying squirrels, bat rays, and other fascinating animals who are able to transport themselves across large distances in very creative ways. I see. Thank you for that distinction between flying and gliding, Bettina. Natürlich, of course. So, Bettina, we've discussed your incredibly unique and aerodynamic flying ability. I was hoping to change direction and ask you about your diet. Do all bats hunt and eat insects? Oh, wunderbar! What a wonderful question! Actually, no. Some bats feed exclusively on fruit or nectar, which I guess makes them vegetarians. <laughs> However, about 70% of bats do eat insects. In fact, those of us who do can eat up to anywhere between six to eight thousand insects in one night. Wow! Between six and eight thousand insects in one night? <laughs> That's batty! <laughs> du bist richtig! You are correct. That's a lot of insects for each bat to eat in one night, Bettina. Learning pals. Take a moment and consider what our planet would look like if bats didn't eat so many insects each night. I wonder, I wonder, what do you think if bats weren't around? Okay, learning pals, what did you picture in your minds? I imagined swarming mosquitoes, flies, and gnats. I pictured the sky looking almost black with all of the insects flying around. Wow. I have a newfound appreciation for bats. Bettina, thank you for that information. Bats are certainly a very beneficial and important animal for our planet. <laughs> yeah, that is richtig. That is true. 
But keeping the insect population in control is not the only way we help keep our planet happy and healthy. Oh, please tell us more. Dankeschön. Thank you very much. Yes, we are also vital pollinators and play an important role in seed dispersal. Seed dispersal? Yeah. Was ist das? What is that? Ah, I like your Deutschsprache, Halliberry. Your German is sehr gut. Very good. <laughs> oh, thank you. Bitte? Seed dispersal is how seeds of plants get spread around an ecosystem or even farther. Seeds get spread by wind, wasser, even by animals. Like bats. So, how do animals disperse or spread seeds? Well, whatever goes in must go out. <laughs> I'm sorry, Bettina, but I don't follow. Well, when we bats eat berries and other fruits, we also eat their seeds. But we can't digest the seeds, so they get eliminated from our bodies. Oh, you mean you poop out the seeds? Yeah! Eek, eek. <laughs> Got it. That's incredible though. So not only do bats help control the insect populations on our planet, you also help plants survive and thrive. Wow! Bettina, it has been such a pleasure to have you here to share about your kind. Is there anything else you'd like to add before we disperse? <laughs> Good one, Halliberry, und danke. I would just like to clear the air about one of the most common myths humans tell about us bats. Certainly. Please go ahead. Well, one of the biggest myths people say about bats is that we are blind. This is falsh. Not true. Though our eyes are very kleiner, small, we can see just fine. In fact, mega bats or larger bats, such as fruit bats, search and find their food using sight and smell. Wow! Thank you for that, Bettina. That really is a very popular myth or misconception flying around out there about bats. I really appreciate you clearing the air for us. Fulig, absolutely. Well, Bettina, you have certainly taught us all some very important facts about bats today. Thank you for that. I am completely moonstruck. Oh, bitte, Halliberry, und vielen, vielen Dank. Ich bin froh hier, mit dir zu sein. You are welcome, and thank you very much. I am so happy to be here with you. I know the sun will be up soon, and you must get back to your cave to get comfy and hang for a long day's sleep. Ja, ich muss fliegen. I must fly. Thanks again, Bettina, and happy hunting, hunting, hunting. Tschüss, auf Wiedersehen. Bye. Till next time. And it's about that time for us to flit as well. I'll leave you with an imaginativity. 
We learned some really remarkable things about bats today. How they use echolocation to hunt for insects or use their sight and smell to find fruits and nectar. How they are the most efficient, true flying animals and how their wings are actually more like human hands with elastic than anything else. We also learned how extremely beneficial and important bats are to the health of our planet in more ways than one. Prior to today, what did you think about bats? Did you think they were creepy? Scary? Fascinating? Perhaps you didn't think much of them at all. After learning more about bats, has your opinion changed? If so, how? Now, I invite you to picture in your mind a tiny bat waking from its slumber, ready for a night of flight and feasting. Where does it live? Where will it go? Does it use echolocation to find its prey? Or does it use its eyes and nose to find sweet fruit and nectar? Can you see its wings move with the wind as it flies? Once you have a vision in your mind, draw or paint your vision. If you don't have access to those materials in the moment, hold the image in your mind and create your picture or painting when you have a chance. You can even re-listen to our show to help inspire you. I would love to see your bat-inspired pictures or paintings. You can send me an electronic copy to lightningbuglounge at gmail.com. Please include your first name, age, and state so I can reply and or recognize you on an upcoming episode. Until next time, keep exploring, keep questioning, and keep soaring to new heights of knowledge. I'd like to say thank you to Bettina the Bat and to all of you learners and grown-ups for tuning in to www.nwf.org and www.livescience.com for information regarding bat facts. For more information related to this episode and additional learning activities and resources, including a list of the vocabulary from today, please visit the Lightning Bug Lounge Facebook and Instagram pages at Lightning Bug Lounge. This show, theme song, and original song, Echo Location, were written, performed, and produced by me, Holly Berry. And I'll leave you with a joke. What is a bat's favorite food? Beats me. Flapjack. <laughs> 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 Flappy. Till next time. Bye bye.